it meant anything goes. Anyone could die, anyone could fall in love, anyone could die, anyone could fall in love, anyone could die, anyone could die. Concept was so cool. Concept was so cool. People couldn't believe it. That thing, they had to believe it. People couldn't believe it. That thing, they had to believe it. Of Future Cast, where we talk about bad comic books because we do it to ourselves, and that's what really, really hurts. Um, We shot ourselves, shot in the balls. We uh, (laughs) we are just endlessly walking on rakes in the Age of Apocalypse universe. Um, Yeah, this is X Men Chronicles, which are two issues. Uh, Just a heads up, I really accidentally only read the second one, so (laughs) uh, don't really care to read the first one either because the second one was so bad. So we're just going to kind of breezily talk about some things that were happening before the Age of Apocalypse kind of started. So this is this is a prequel to this universe as we were introduced to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, These kind of answer some questions. Um, a little bit about the history. There's also, um, when I was looking these up, I forgot there's two comics that came out in 97 called uh, Tales from the Age of Apocalypse mm-hmm. that do the same thing. Uh, they're just like early stories. Um, I remember reading those because they were part of the big hardcovers and they're bad. Like one of them is like what happened to Corsair. You know, it, t- it tells the story of uh, Cyclops and, and Alex showing up. And then the other one is like Magneto fighting the absorbing man for some reason. Excellent. Excellent. Um, really good. Yeah. Uh, but the notable thing about those, and they're horrible, like they're really bad comics, um, is that it's Brian K. Vaughn's first work. Oh, in interesting. Yeah. That's kind of neat. He did the dialogue of the uh, one with Corsair and it's really bad dialogue. Like it wasn't, it's not a good comic. Yeah. Um, these kind of do the same thing. These are written by Howard Mackey, who is uh, a real hall of shame writer for me. Um, wrote the, uh, series, uh, mutant X. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is an alternate reality series that was really bad that I read a lot of. Um, um and, so. and these are also really bad. Uh, yeah, they, it, 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 we're just going to basically talk about what happens in them and why they're bad rather than go page by page. Yes. Uh, through them. But the way that they're bad, uh, is really, uh, going through, it's really insidious. So like, the art is kind of attractive in parts. Um, it's Dotson's and it is neat to see like, you know, so the, the first issue is Magneto with his first team of X-Men, um, before they've gone and done any training in the field. Yes. They're at Wondergore mountain with Quicksilver's weird cow aunt. And, uh, just kind of having, uh, you know, goofs and japes in the killing zone. Hell yeah. Which is what they <laughs> call the, uh, the danger room. Hell Yeah. Everything oh, is yeah. extreme in this universe, Gary. That's the that's the trick. 
<laughs> I love the uh, the red and yellow costumes. I do too. I, that's uh, the first thing yeah. that got my attention as I was as I was skimming through is the these like kind of bright red and yellow. We don't really see this kind of thing, and like comparatively to the rest of the series, like these are so tame. Like I really like. What do you think was the moment that they were like, "God, we got to get fucking crazy with belts and spikes"? Like yeah. if we're gonna have any <laughs> chance of taking down Apocalypse, we have got to get fucking <laughs> crazy. to bedazzle this shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they're fighting robots because the killing zone uses robots instead of Shi'ar tech. Uh, Magneto pumps up the volume on the thing and then introduces Wolverine, his brand new, uh, recruit. So this is the story of how Wolverine joined, um, as Weapon X and the Wolverine, uh, characterization is super shitty in this. And they're constantly talking about his berserker rages, like everyone, like it's just like, he's going berserk. He's going through a berserker rage. And then Magneto's like, our friends susceptible to berserker rages. They, they are the strength of his strength, the source of his strength and his bane. Uh, it's just really dumb. Um, Jean gray tries to get into it. He's like hitting on Jean gray immediately, uh, really, really hard. And it's real gross because she's super young, uh, during this, like there's a weird low key, you know, December, June romance thing throughout this whole issue. Do not uh, like it's real gross. Do, do not like this. Do not like, um, do not like uh, where Mystique delivers Rogue to Magneto. Yeah, um, totally cool. And yeah, just here you are. You know, uh, Mystique said you'd help me learn my powers, and Mystique takes off. And then Mystique says, uh, "Magneto's a good man. Uh, he's a dreamer. You have to be stronger than that. Um, take care of him." You know. Yeah. And then in the next issue, that morphs <laughs> into her deciding to phone him. She's um. <laughs> It's literally giving her the fancy speech. Like, yeah. here's your one chance, fancy. Don't let me down. That's Magneto. Go with him to the car, fancy. I got your pretty, you know, green uniform on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right? And she's she's explicitly very young. In this universe, for some reason, Rogue is as old as Iceman. Iceman's the youngest person. And Rogue is like, cool, my age. And she's a total fox. I'm Iceman. I'm a babe, and I'd hit that. And then, uh, you know, so she's extra young in this younger than she is in the 616 did she also starts the go ahead or go ahead i was gonna say did you um see that tweet going around about spielberg and lucas talking about indiana jones and the the, like the love interest from i want to say it was i can't remember exactly which indiana jones movie but like and how like they were like yeah like they would he would have been her teacher like when she was 13 or 14 like they would have like a weird relationship where it was like you know is this okay Mm. and you know it wouldn't work if she was 15 and like oh yeah yeah no definitely not 15 (laughs) definitely not 15 and i'm like wow (laughs) jesus christ y'all this is gross yeah i I miss that but i can uh, i can imagine it yeah uh this is um also starting the the thing of like X-Men Chronicles not showing us the stuff we want to see because before this even happened is when all of the stuff with Polaris happened where Rogue got her power. Like you think that they would fold that into this somehow and they could have really easily by having Polaris be part of the attack. Yeah. Uh, that happens later or having her be one of the horsemen, you know? Um, but instead it just happened off panel. Man, this is I'm uh, skimming through as we're as we're going through and just like the the weird like I'm about to touch your face and then saying we are family and then hugging what is yeah. obviously a super young rogue to his chest. Like he's gonna put a fucking baby in her, dude. Dude, this is like, this is real gross. Like in, in 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 modern, it was real gross back then, but in a modern context, especially yeah. like wow, this is this is not good. Yeah, this is it's super fucking weird, man. 
Um, we cut over to the five horsemen of Apocalypse. Oof, nailed it. Uh, One despair. Gideon, Kandra, <laughs> War, Death, and also Sabretooth. And also Sabretooth. Uh, uh, war is just war. He's just the normal 616 war. Gideon and Kandra are like shitty externals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know who Death is supposed to be in this. She got boobs. Six- She's got real big ass boobs, though. Yeah. And in kind of... Uh, you know, signaling or, or shadowing X-Men number one, they're attacking a military base mm-hmm. to uh, get some missiles, which is what Magneto did. I also, um, a thing that I like about this just kind of <laughs> in one decor is just like how fancy this X-Men base is too. Like, like everything is really, really nice. There's like a lecture hall, you know what I'm saying? There's like black and white checkered yeah. hallways, statues of Xavier. Like, like Magneto, Magneto kind of did this right. <laughs> It's a Dark Souls level. Like, you just keep going past these statues of Xavier. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> We're going to have to fight um, so him he, as a boss am- later. <laughs> they eventually do explain who Xavier is to Rogue. Uh, and then uh, Rogue is bonding with uh, Scarlet Witch, because that has to happen for some stuff that happens later. Um, they go off to do their first mission to stop the nuclear uh, base. Um, we get some stuff with the horsemen going in and fighting. And the big twist here is once they get there, uh, once Gideon starts trying to launch the missiles, uh, Sabretooth didn't think they were actually going to launch them. He just thought they were going to take control over them, but not do anything with them. Uh, sure. Which, sure. Yeah. Uh, that's so fucking dumb. And then while the X-Men are going and doing this, uh-oh, it's Apocalypse's sixth horseman and son, Nemesis, who becomes Holocaust, but now he's just a blonde guy uh, coming to attack Xavier, you know, Magneto's mansion. While uh, while he's gone, doing stuff. What? Why? Why are we dealing with any of this stuff? Who cares? I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, so so Rogue and Scarlet Witch try to fight off Nemesis. Uh, Scarlet Witch manages to scar him. Dope. So he's like, "You'll suffer for this." Then we cut away though, because we're not going to see that fight. Uh, we had to cut over to Sabretooth being shocked that they're going to shoot missiles. Uh, that Apocalypse wanted to blow anything up. Um. The X-Men show up. Sabretooth tries to get back on the good side of the bad guys uh, by giving them direction. And Wolverine cuts his spine in half. Hell yeah. Uh, which, is yeah, that, that part's good. Um, they fight. They stop the missiles. Uh, you know, cool. Uh, and then, however, at what cost? Because what happens when they go back? Uh-oh, Scarlet Witch is super dead. Oh. And that's the end. That's a bummer. Yeah, what a bummer. Um, X-Men Chronicles two is fucking mind boggling because this isn't a, you know, it, it's about how Wolverine quit, but also about another guy named Wolverine. Yeah, uh, dude. So who's, it's, who's it's also there. So they, they specifically introduced Logan as either Logan or weapon X like in Chronicles one. So when they start talking about Wolverine in this comic book, I was like, wait a minute, but they don't ever actually call him Wolverine in the age of apocalypse, I guess like that, that's never a thing that's yeah. happened. So it's really fucking weird that they would have like a Logan lookalike, like a fucking bizarro Logan, right? The, to, to, that's super evil and also not extremely great at his job. <laughs> like he's going to, he's going to die a, pretty it's, quick. It's not that Wolverine is such a cool name that somebody has to take it. Yeah, it is. You know, and I mean, well, okay. (laughs) Fair. Counterpoint. That was a task you passed. Um, (laughs) But it just ends up making reading this really confusing, Uh, you know, because everyone's talking about Wolverine, but it's this guy with this really unfortunate facial hair uh, who turns humans into monsters. 
Um, and this, this scene where Mag, uh, Wolverine and Jean Grey are quitting, they're talking about the mission where Jean Grey was left behind. And, you know, they, they, uh, Wolverine saved her, which I would have liked to have seen. Yeah, absolutely. Like nothing, nothing ends up being on camera in this fucking series. We even saw, like, they, they did some art. We saw a flashback of this, of just, like, Cyclops and him fighting. But I, I wanted to yeah. kind of see, like, I want to see, give me the heist movie where Jean Grey is the MacGuffin. Like, I'm into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's been the like, MacGuffin the, so many times before. Why not here? <laughs> yeah, so why not here? Uh, so now all the X-Men are now in their extreme uniforms. Uh, Gambit is joined. Sabretooth is joined uh, yes. at this point. But uh, Jean Grey and Wolverine are quitting. Wolverine's super mad. Yes. Uh, our Wolverine. Good Wolverine. Logan is, is super Logan. mad. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, like, Magneto's going to be pretty upset about this, as obviously, like, you get upset about, like, your team breaking up. Um, yeah. And Rogue is like, you know, G- G- Magneto needs me. And Gambit is basically taking every opportunity to be like, no, no, he's good. You ain't got to go talk to him. Come talk to me. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. every single opportunity. And the comic book, like on the cover of this issue is like, and a love triangle between Magneto and, and rogue and Gambit. And I'm like, I, I guess it's a love triangle. Like she's just kind of seems like she's confused about everything in life. And y'all yeah. seem too horny is what's happening. It's it's, a, it's like a love, uh, love greeter than sign. Yeah. You know, it, it's not the triangle is not complete here. Uh, at this point, um, it's real weird. And we, we had seen earlier that, uh, Magneto used to be Gambit's best friend. Mm-hmm. I love that. No point of this. Does Magneto act like he even likes Gambit? Nope, not a single time. <laughs> like that. That's very sad. It makes you think like Gambit's like, yeah, we're best friends. Like <laughs> Magneto's like, yeah, he seems nice. Yeah. He's good. You know? He's good. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't seem so bad. He's, uh, he's also, I am definitely his best friend. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Uh, also off camera was when Holoc- uh, Nemesis turned into Holocaust because now he's the big like skeleton monster. Uh, and they talk about Magneto doing it to him, yeah. but we don't know what he did or what really happened. He's the one that made, hurt you so bad and made you wear that life support armor. But like, we don't, wh- why? What happened? Why, Where did the why? armor come from? I have so many questions. Why are we seeing, not seeing that instead seeing this Wolverine who has facial hair like he's a carp? Or like a catfish, yeah. and then uh, I turned into this guy in really Sekiro last year. So <laughs> yeah. we're good. Like, this guy has definitely eaten the uh, the truly precious bait, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you um, mean, friend. I know what you mean. <laughs> what what size is this guy? Like, look at this panel where he's crushing a human. Yeah, in his I wanted hand. to bring this up because he has to be. I mean, <sighs> I mean, like, if this dude, like, let's be conservative and say this dude is five foot tall. That makes this dude like forty foot tall, right? Like, easy. Yeah. And in the next panel, he's like maybe six inches taller than Holocaust. It's so weird. Uh, the humans try to fight back there. This is a huge Mary Sue like this guy. I don't know if this is a guy from the 616, but Howard Mackey really wants us to think this guy's a badass because he's constantly just killing people for annoying him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens like four times in this book. That's what that's uh, what the cool but, the cool necks. people do, my man. Um, uh, Holocaust, by the way, is yeah. is wanting this dude to go find Magneto and kill something that he loves. Um, and yes. the next, like I loved my uh, skin. Yes, <laughs> like I used to. <laughs> like, like I loved wearing my favorite T shirt before I couldn't anymore. <laughs> like I used to love my ability to have normal food, not through a tube. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want you to kill somebody who loves who loves Magneto. Like I used to love Fresca. <laughs> like I used to love my pony. <laughs> tail <laughs> yeah 
meanwhile, the the X Men are doing like normal X Men shit, right? Like they're just fighting off yeah. some people who were like taking advantage of humans. Like they're just like protecting the innocent or whatever. Um, yeah. And you know these these like I don't know what they're called like barbarian not barbarians what are they calling them um i i can't remember they're just they're just like raiders yeah it's bandits. a very fallout bandits is the bandits. word i was looking for yeah. so and they're all like oh shit yeah. the x-men like we can't probably we probably can't run but i guess we'll fight and that's not gonna really do anything either um yeah but it's it's like, like straight up how, x-men uh, mission how gambit gets around oh, yeah. in this universe oh absolutely <laughs> yeah uh rogue carries his staff and mm-hmm. he he does a pull-up on it yep. flying through the air mm-hmm. oh it looks incredibly awkward and ergonomically unsustainable. Meanwhile, both of them are uh, watching Jesus Magneto fly through the air with his arms outstretched. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they, they only have one conversation during this. Like every single time we cut in on Gambit rogue rogue is like Gambit Magneto needs our help. And Gambit's like, he don't need nothing. Um, so they go forward, they fight, uh, you know, it seems like they should just win automatically. Uh, but there, it takes a little while um, until eventually uh, shitty Wolverine exhibits his power, which is grabbing the heads of humans and making them uh, berserkers. Yes. Like tr- making them stronger and fight, you know, faster and angrier. Definitely feels like a, like a leveled up Diablo power here. Like I have converted <laughs> these people against you. <laughs> now I have 10 of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a necromancer. Uh, while this happens, one of them throws a plastic blade that stabs Magneto in the back. Yes. Uh, so uh, Gambit calls off the mission. Magneto says they should not retreat, but they retreat against these people. Yep. And uh, this uh, allows Shitty Wolverine to see, like, oh no, the person closest to Magneto is not Quicksilver. It's actually Rogue or Gambit. Because <laughs> he understands so, human relationships so well. Yeah. Huh. They're yelling at each other. Does that mean that they're my parents? I mean, that they're friendly? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Magneto's recovering. He's all mad that, uh, you know, he got taken out of the fight. Gambit tells uh, Rogue he needs to talk to her about something serious. Um, we go back to shitty Wolverine, who's killing people to show that he's serious. They're, they're going to assault the mansion or whatever. Uh, Gambit talks to Iceman and he's just like, I can't help it. You know, I don't care that I can't touch her. She makes me feel crazy. I got to tell her how I feel, you know, uh, and he's going to go do it. Um, but at the same time, Magneto is talking to Rogue and like, they're kind of romancing out. Yes. Uh, there, there's some, some tension there. Um, and all of this is garbage in my mind. Like, especially, yeah. especially like Iceman being like, oh, you, you, you fell for someone. I can't believe that. Like you used to be my guy for, you know, falling in love or for, for getting the chicks. And I'm like, dating advice. Yeah. Don't, don't like any of what, this. What chicks? What, chicks? What, what are you talking about? You're X-Men? an apocalypse. <laughs> like, what? Like, do you mean Storm? <laughs> <laughs> She's right there, dude. Yeah. Also, Scarlet Witch died, which reduced like all of your chances for anything yeah. by 25. Yeah. So. The female population of this team <laughs> sunk 30, dude. Um, oh, dude. It's actually, also, it, he, Scarlet Witch and then Jean Grey left. Man, we're at like 60 yeah. percent of what you're. Sausage what you're man, yeah. dude. Yeah, the X sausages. The um. There's also a continuity error in this that's really frustrating to me that shows that Howard Mackey is a bad writer and the editor fucked up because in this comic, Quicksilver and Storm are implied to be lovers already. Yes, I saw that too, and I was Whereas, really curious about that. Like, it didn't make yeah, any sense. Like, yeah, all of the the Amazing X Men stuff was all about uh, them not having telling each other their feelings for each other. So it just it felt like Howard Mackey read that but didn't understand it. You know. 
um, really frustrating. Um, so Rogue yeah. and Magneto have this conversation of like, you know, Magneto is is super. He's he's upset because basically, you know, Gene and Logan left. Um, and but he's kind of like the way he's presenting that is wearing a robe without a shirt underneath it and just being real sad. <laughs> like the yeah. Smiths are playing in the background, right? Like, so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it totally works. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, you know, Rogue goes and talks to Quicksilver for a second, uh, you know, and uh, Quicksilver basically gives her the blessing to pursue his father. That's the subtext. Yes. They, he doesn't actually say that, but it's just very like, you know, we'd, we'd approve. Uh, I'm sure my sister would approve of all you're doing for our father. Did um, he include in the blowies? <laughs> fucking weird, man. Uh, Gambit pops in is like, Oh, Quicksilver. Did somebody here. say blowies? <laughs> Did somebody say blowies? Disc Cajun gonna present. Uh, he pops up and he just like, this is so awkward. He's like, I'm ready for a commitment. We'll learn how to deal with your powers. Uh, and she runs off crying saying, I'm sorry. And Gambit acts as if he hasn't had this happen before <laughs> and doesn't know what that means. Uh, and Quicksilver who knows that uh, Magneto and Gam or Rogue are together is like, I think you need to have a talk with my father soon. And Gambit's like, okay, sure. I do it. But then I talk to Rogue again. <laughs> Magneto, like, this, Magneto this will classic, help me. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what he thinks. This is classic, like stupidest Gambit in the universe. Dude, it's so fucking weird. Um, yeah. And, you know, Magneto, who just had a fucking hole put through his body by a spear, yeah. um, is out doing training. So we got Cyclops, excuse me, we got Colossus and Sabretooth and storm out there and he's like don't give me no quarter and when gambit shows up he's like yeah. hey yo what's up and he, gambit magneto is like <laughs> fuck off <laughs> get out of here yeah, like, we're training you piece of shit um shitty wolverine comes up uh he kills another person casually to show that he's serious yeah uh it's really frustrating because the the reason he does it is because he tried to attack he's like no no you'll listen to my plan the plan is just to attack. Yeah, that's it. It's it's it just wasn't yeah, right then. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> uh the training session ends so Magneto can talk to Gambit. Uh and Magneto is again like not showing him any affection just like uh you know, can we do this another time? He's like I'll make it quick. You know, I have these feelings for Rogue. And Magneto's like uh mm. I don't know. This mm. isn't this isn't a great time. Do you have some sort of magnetic powers that would let you touch her? Uh, or yeah, is that me? I do. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I just found this out and I'm planning on making my move tonight, brother. Unfortunately, she was already 15 when I found this power out. So, you know, it's not going to be as yeah. good as it would have been. But <laughs> <laughs> like, don't worry. She's of childbearing age, Remy. Um, so <laughs> when there's uh, a magnetic force on the field, right? Play ball. <laughs> <laughs> there's grass on the magnetic field. It's time to play. Comic books, grow up. Um, I know you're in the nineties right now, but grow up. <laughs> you're better. Be better. <laughs> uh, Rogue shows up and Gambit, of course, is like super clueless. He's like, okay, but we talk later. And then he leaves. Uh, and this is where Magneto reveals that he can touch her uh, by creating electromagnetic shield around uh, the body. Uh, holds her hand and holds her face. She's crying, and Gambit goes to a rage seeing this. Yeah, and uh, calls Magneto a traitor's dog in a real gross, like owning a woman kind of way. Like nobody's coming off really well, you know, during this. Yeah, I mean, Rogue is <laughs> like Rogue. Yeah, yeah, Rogue, didn't. Rogue seems like she's Rogue doing all right because she's because you know, uh, Gambit is like, you know, just because you gave Wanda your vow to look after the old man doesn't mean you have to. And he just slaps him across the face like you shut the fuck up, yeah. Cajun. 
Yeah, yeah. And this is none of your, yes, that is exactly what's happening, but you're against this for totally wrong reasons. Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, so the, the shitheads attack, uh, there gambits, like you're going to have to choose rogue real soon, mm. dude, my dude, you got to take the hit. Yeah. You keep kind of painful. <laughs> this, is, this is getting bad. Um, yeah, this is just sad. So you're saying there's a chance. So Wolverine um, shows up, the bad one, um, and yeah. but there's a whole lot of fighting, including like Magneto getting slashed in the back, Gambit getting smashed in the front, um, and then like yeah. they they do a thing where <laughs> like they get cornered, Magneto and Gambit and Rogue, and I love this like just from a writer's perspective of like how do we how do we make her choose? <laughs> she just yeah. she just flies off with Magneto like later, homie. It's so fucking yeah. good. <laughs> Like imagine yeah. being Gambit right now. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. I've had a rough day. Like, you are God. not going to believe what happened to me today, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and shitty Wolverine is just like, you know, uh, looks like the lady has made your decision. Lover boy, you lose. And then throws a bunch of bricks on top of him. <laughs> I've never liked this shitty Wolverine more when he's just dragging yeah. Gambit for not getting chosen by a girl. Um, and then uh, they, the rest of the X-Men come and fight shitty uh, Wolverine and it literally turns into a cartoon dust cloud. There's 42 pages in this comic book and they dedicated three panels to the X-Men fighting this weird Wolverine guy. And, it, and yeah. it's, it's exactly what you described. Like, it's just a dust cloud. It's fucking wild, it's, dude. It's so dumb. Uh, he, he gets out, though. He escapes because mm-hmm. this Wolverine, they're really trying to sell us on Carp Wolverine. Yeah. Um, you know, he comes out. He's cornering Rogue. Uh, and he's going to fight her. Rogue's like, I have to go back and save Gambit. Uh, Gambit though, stabs him, uh, with a telekinetically charged something and puts it under his belt, which is his one weakness. Yeah. He doesn't have a cod. Uh, There's a line here. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, um, you see that rock there, uh, that's glowing. Um, and since it's bigger than what I'm used to, Mm. so it's not like a huge rock or anything. It's just slightly bigger than what he usually charges up (laughs) Just a, just Uh, a little bit. Then he ninja kicks this 40 foot tall dude off the mountain who explodes in the air. Like what the fuck? Dude. <laughs> and then the comic ends. Is the, is the implication <laughs> here that like he, he kicks him at the same time this thing explodes. So like the dude gets like rocketed into the air and it's not like just smash a kick. brothers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've never played one of those, but you, you sure you're, you're the video game guy. So yeah. tell me what it happens. Yeah. Tell me what happens. In I am smash the video brothers. game guy. Mr. <laughs> wakes up at 4 a.m. to play video game. Uh, the, uh, yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> he did a final <laughs> smash. <laughs> Did a final smash. Uh, Gambit leaves. It's so dumb. He he walks off to the Hulk music, which is really weird for a comic book to put in, but you know. Yeah. Um, There's a little authenticator chip that plays it. Yeah. And that's Chronicles. That's that's us caught up with what happened uh, right before Apocalypse started getting real bad. Yeah. What? uh, Like, this answered no questions that I wanted answered at all. Like it references two events that are supposed to be very important to the founding of the X-Men or three events like, you know, uh, Weapon X and Jean Grey leaving, Gambit leaving and Scarlet Witch dying and could not have made them lamer. Yeah. And Uh, and even like because we asked, I think, um, on the podcast of like, where did Rogue get these powers? And someone I can't remember if it was on Twitter or the Slack was like, oh, yeah, it was on Slack. It was Chris. Yeah, it was, you know, it's Polaris. And I was like, oh, well, that's weird and interesting what's happening but like every single time I, th- I think to myself i wonder how this happened in age of apocalypse the answer is either not there or or just bad <laughs> like it just yeah. keeps at giving me the answers i don't actually need for some reason it, they just it just feels like they were really tapped or something 
you know like we we cannot uh actually put our a game on the shit this backstory stuff we have to wrap up you know yeah um uh very you know very frustrating uh really dumb comic um i'm glad it's over me never too to think about it again yeah i will forget having read this um like unless somebody asks me on twitter about it and then i'll be like what i don't what do you what do you yeah. what, what are you talking about i've already forgotten it yeah and then you'll still forget it yeah absolutely so. um but what you shouldn't forget is going to patreon.com slash stuck and give us some cash to support the network uh you can get yeah. access to the slack channel where you can chat about comic books or action figures. <laughs> or, <Yeah. laughs> um, you can also get episodes of this podcast and all the podcasts early if you want to. And there's a, just a shitload of exclusive content on that Patreon feed. So go check all of that out. Tell your friends. Leave reviews. Do all of that good stuff. Uh, follow us on Twitter. That's fun. I'm at JG Greer. Mm-hmm. That's at Gary Buh. B-U-H. Mm-hmm. Uh, do all that stuff. We love you. Be safe. Bye-bye. Good night.